In today's episode, we talk about the different phases of becoming imageless. Hope you enjoy. All right, so there's two levels of being imageless. There's one level that says, I don't care what the world thinks. I'm not gonna let the world define me. But the second phase of being imageless is not even setting your own limitations or expectations. And to that you say? I say it's true to a certain extent. Like, if there were two levels, then you would never truly be imageless because you always have expectations of yourself. So is there a healthy set of expectations you can have for yourself or should you have no expectations for yourself because you're just I I think I think I said it before it's all about not worrying about the outcome not, not looking just going with the flow going with the flow but having have a destination in mind but whatever happens happens that's being completely ambitious to where you're not comparing yourself to other people I mean comparing yourself to other people is the first phase right mm-hmm but it kind of has something to do with the second phase. To a certain extent. Because your expectations could be based off... What people think of you. Mm. Or you comparing yourself to other people. So do you think that... I asked this question before, but now that you kind of have more of an understanding, what do you think, what percentage do you think people are going through the first phase? of images out of 100%. How many people are going through the first phase? What percentage of people care what people think about them? Um, or sorry. they live up or down to those expectations? Say a good 75%. Because <sighs> like some people, like, I don't care. Some people are like, I don't care what you think, but like, in the back of their mind, they'd be like, oh, what if I upset them? Or what if I said the wrong thing? Mm-hmm. If you didn't care what they thought, then right. you wouldn't be worried about hurting their feelings. I think the thing is that you are you no matter... You are you even outside people's perceptions of you. So if people are used to you acting a certain way, and then for some reason you act outside of that, gonna be like oh what's going on why'd you change i mean like i was always like this i was just right because last year to this degree you were quiet but now there's there's more of you that's known so i was talking with my friend the other day and i'm like when you meet new people how much information do you disclose to them Cause I'm like, if you're super extroverted, then you know, it's kind of tough. Cause you don't want to like share. You're right. Back. You don't want to share too much. And he goes, well, it's kind of like you are who you are. You're not withholding who you are, but you're revealing more part of you, yeah, yeah, little. more of you. Like the more you meet. So for example, if I used to do, if I used to be like a drug dealer or something and I came to you and like hey my name is Gary I used to be a drug dealer like whoa <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> that's the first thing you say 
It's just like, nah. But, that, like, if you're okay with your truth, then why do you care what other people think? But there's wisdom in this. It's not that you care what they think. It's just, like, you don't want to... Maybe you can learn that the more we meet. Because then it's kind of like you're bragging about it and not speaking and from not a... And being humble. You're right. Speaking from a standpoint of, like, I used to do this, but now, but now I don't. But now I know better. Right. It's like you're proud of it or something like that. I feel you. I'm, like, really introverted. But last year, I actually did talk to people. But, like, if I don't feel the need that I have to talk, then I'm not going to talk. Like, if it's not beneficial to me, I'm not going to talk. If the, for me, if the conversation is not interesting to me, I'm not going to put my opinion in it. So, you don't... You don't need to hear your own voice to know that it has meaning. Yeah. And that comes from being past the first level, not caring what other people think about your voice, because you know who your voice is regardless mm-hmm. and the weight that it carries. Because I see a lot of people trying to prove themselves, like prove to themselves there's something. It's like they're trying to talk themselves into, yeah, I am that. <laughs> like, yeah, I just did that. Right. Like, now now I can feel good about myself. <laughs> Man. All right. So if 75% of the people are caring what people think, oh, my goodness. That means only 25% that made it to the second level. Now, that level is like complete surrender. That's like the boss level. That's the boss level where you're battling yourself. It's real simple. I think life is pretty simple. It is. First, you can't care what other people think. That makes it real simple. But then you face the battle of, okay, my decisions aren't based off of people's perception of me or, or their ex- expectations of me. But of my expectations of myself. But I can't even limit myself with my own expectations of myself. So where do you go for... Where do you go for inspiration then? If you don't if you don't set your own expectations. You can go anywhere, you can find inspiration from anything. Like I feel I don't know. It's a tough question. It is. Do you look without to find inspiration? Because if you look without, you could face going back into one again. Phase one. Not really. Like, oh, I like this, but that's outside of my style. But I'm going to try it anyways. Okay. So when, when I first came up with the word imageless, it was all about losing my identity so that I wouldn't be withheld from me being my true self. But it sounds like as a result of, it's kind of like, okay, I don't care what you think. Now I'm me, right? But now I can't, it's like, I have to let that go. And when I can let that go, then I'm truly free. 
to be whatever. Does that make sense? So first you let go of the image that other people hold of you. Then you let go of the image that you hold of yourself. Yes. And then you've arrived. But it's not like a straight shot. No. It's a, it's a journey. It's not something that happens overnight. It's conscious decisions to reach that, that destination. Man, yeah. <laughs> I think just, I think, so let's compare this now to school. Let's, let's bring school into this education. I think that a lot of kids, first of all, they're a part of that 75%. Mm-hmm. So they don't even know like their own interest their own uniqueness, their own individuality. And I don't think that school fosters that. They just know, oh, I have to pass the SAT. <laughs> oh, I have to pass this um, this class or else I won't graduate. But what are you graduating for if you don't know what you want to do? Society tells them you got to graduate. And they're like, okay. <laughs> No, right. That should be the mindset, but it's like, okay. (laughs) And that was my mindset when I was in school. Graduate, go to college. In my household, it was like, you're going to college. I'm first generation, so they just made it like a known, you're going to go to college. Mm -hmm. You're going to be somebody. Right. The whole time, I'm like, I don't know why I'm going. I I guess society, I get, right, I hated school. And I, and I was, when I was younger, I tested gifted right mm-hmm. so school was easy to me I didn't have to study I could just wake up yeah right but when I got to college <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ha- I didn't know I didn't have any study habits or anything so that just made it worse I'm going into something that I don't know why I'm doing it I don't know why I'm here mm-hmm. so I had a seat at the table but I didn't even know what to ask for I was just there you know it was on the menu I was just there. And as a result, I defaulted back to what I knew. I was at the wreck. I would say 75% of my college experience, I was at the rec center. <laughs> right? And it wasn't until like I went to my junior and senior year where I, life hit and I just had, I was forced to tighten down. But I didn't join any organizations. I... Every time I step on, like, I'm on campus now more than I am when I was a student. (laughs) I talk to my professors more. And every time I walk on the campus, I'm just like, yo, I wasted so much time and money. That's a lot of money. A lot of money and, more importantly, time that I'll never get back. So I guess that's why I'm so, like, adamant on time is your most valuable asset what are you doing now that will yield you a return later on that you can be like man i'm glad i i'm glad i did that skip the class <laughs> okay, I, ain't, I ain't gonna touch that my, one <laughs> my school experience like i've been doing the same thing since i was four i tested for gifted when i was when i lived in georgia and they had like a gifted program where you would go to a separate class for one day of the week and you would do like science math and different stuff like that and so i've 
I've never felt the need to do homework. <laughs> because, like, I go there, I do the work in class, and I pass the test. So what is homework for? What is the purpose of homework? Isn't homework, like, just more practice? Yeah. If you don't need more practice, why you got homework? But somewhere down the line, society says every student should have homework. And if you don't turn in the homework, you get a zero. And that one zero... Even if you know the material. One zero from a 15-point homework brings your A to a C. But, like, studying has never been my thing. Like, I can't focus. But you don't feel weird about it because you're past phase one. Imagine that person that is not past phase one. And they're like, oh, I can't study. I'm a failure. Right. Like, oh, I just want this test. Man. But, like, if you think about it, like, you have to fail in order to succeed. Yes, you have to. And if you you don't. You won't learn the concept. Right, right. Concept. Thank you. Perfect word. Yes. Because it's like, if you don't fail, I don't really trust you. Because I don't know how you would react if something goes wrong. You feel me? Like, But if you failed and you've succeeded, I'm like, okay, they can handle it. Anybody can run McDonald's right now. It's like, they put things into place. Here's what you got to do. Boom, 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 boom. Like, if I would have never fallen when learning how to ride a bike, I would have kept the training wheels on. And I wouldn't know how to you, ride a bike. You would, you would think you're riding a bike, moving. Yeah. Right? Until you <laughs> like, saw other people <laughs> zooming past you. They're doing tricks and flips. And that's why, and that's why exposure is so big. Because exposure says, hey, what you're doing ain't really nothing. Like, there's people out here that's doing pop wheelies. Jumping off ramps. With one leg. Jumping like, off ramps. Like... Jumping in the air, twisting the bike around, and you still and on you training on, wheels. But you moving. <laughs> you riding out on them training wheels. You think you're doing something. Nah. So, what would you tell that 75% of the people that don't even know that they don't even know? Which is the worst type of ignorance because you don't even know that. It's like knowing and not doing that's bad. But not even but not knowing that you don't know is the worst type of ignorance because you can't change. You think you're right. You can't My English teacher made an analogy. He was like, What's worse? Being ignorant and not knowing that what you're doing is wrong or knowing that what you're doing is wrong and you still do it. I say the first one. That's worse? I say it's worse. Because that person who knows what they're doing is wrong can change whenever they decide to. The first person can't change because they don't know that another world exists. It's bad. They're both bad. Mm -hmm. But one has an opportunity to change and one doesn't. Thank you for listening. Now that you know the phases in becoming imageless, I want to ask you a question. What phase are you in? Do you care what people think? Or are you in the second phase of letting go of your own expectations? Stay tuned for the next episode.